What is up, everyone? Welcome to the L2R2 PlayStation Podcast. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, Indie Game Dev, and my UK bro from another mum, Cal Monroe. Cal, how are you? Trying to keep warm, uh, rather than that good. Just, uh, yeah, a bit. I'm just sort of sat on my hands at the moment, trying to trying to warm them up. <laughs> there you go. Just, yeah, just rotate on your hands. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Uh, Callum, explain Boxing Day to me. I know you celebrated Boxing Day. What is it over there? I know it probably has nothing to do with what I think of you guys, like actually boxing <laughs> your family or something. Uh, uh, do you, do you not have Boxing Day? Do you not have Boxing Day in the States? Um, I'm sure maybe people celebrate it here. It's on a calendar, but I don't know what yeah. it is. It's it's weird. It's kind of like a just like a second day of doing nothing, kind of like a Christmas Day extension, uh, where you eat all your leftovers and uh, you know you have like gammon for breakfast and uh, you know lots of. I, I had cake for this morning, so even like goat sort of stretches over just the remainder of December. But yeah, just <laughs> yeah, just a nice uh, way to eat nice food and get together and sort of celebrating the only way you sort of can at the moment but uh yeah no it's really nice because i mean christmas is different at the moment we, we didn't have any family visit or anything uh, yeah. we normally have like you know lots of, like everyone comes down to us but we didn't do it this year so it felt very different but yeah it's only christmas at the end of the day it's just i just like having the time <laughs> off work and an excuse to put my feet up and and uh, yeah play games without any guilty conscience <laughs> Do you, what were the origins, you know, I guess it's something I could look up, but, uh, I wonder what the, why the name boxing day, like what it, you know, or originates from. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think because it has a name, we just use it as an excuse to just laze <laughs> yeah. around more and eat more food and, uh, throw away any diet books, you know, that, that is, it's kind of like just one of those days, you know, those people who sort of say like, Oh, I'll be on a diet every day, except Christmas boxing day is just like easy to say like easy to add on to it so you just use right. it as a, an extension <laughs> <laughs> do you do that reminds me do you are you the type of person that sets like uh new year's resolutions or anything like that um i don't know i think i'm always trying to set myself resolutions like right starting like on monday i'm going to do this i'm going to every or like you know i don't think new year's any different i think it's a reason to do that as well but um i'm always trying to do that but i'm not not that i ever do them but you know um uh, i'm very much sort of a believer in the whole i'll start that you know next week or you know, starting from now i'm gonna be or do this or whatever um so yeah i suppose i am like that all the time <laughs> yeah same here especially with like my diet it's always just a battle where it's like okay yeah. starting you know monday i'm gonna take it seriously and yeah. and i fell off the wagon like hard oh boy yeah. but uh at some point yeah i'm gonna try and get back on it but it's yeah. it's yeah it's just like now is a time where you especially when it's cold it's like i just want to yeah. eat horrible things and stay at home and yeah. i'm not moving at all so we'll see no. uh what happens with that but uh at least yeah, yeah we got to <clears throat> man my throat might be given out during this but at least we've been playing <laughs> some games what you've been playing this week yes um so uh, i mean mostly assassin's creed valhalla still just chipping away at that it's very long um a lot to do and i'm still sort of i think about 80 hours in and i'm still not sort of at the end it's a yeah, big, yeah. big game um but uh, i've also been playing uh, a lot of fifa 21 actually uh, which has been Ooh. a bit of a guilty pleasure over these holidays um so i didn't realize that there was gonna that there was a next gen version of it and uh, that came out the other day and it was on sale so i picked it up and um, i'm really enjoying it it's, it's uh really really 
Um, a great game. It looks great on the PS5, plays really nicely. And uh, the, the sort of quicker loading helps with it as well, sort of just from game to game. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, taken up a lot of my time as well. Um, uh, but I also started Kentucky Route Zero, which is a sort of um, small uh, narrative sort of base game, uh, which I've uh, been meaning to play for a while. And I, I heard about it on a podcast I listened to, and it's meant to be um, you know, re- really great. And yeah, I did the first act of that, and that's uh, that's got its hooks in me as well. It seems like a good game. Yeah, with the Kentucky Route Zero, I know I've uh, I think I played a little bit of the first episode. I want to say years ago, because I, I know it came out a while ago, or at least like in chunks. Um, mm. And it seemed really cool, but I never stuck with it. And that's one that I say, I always keep he- hearing really good things about it. And I need to jump in. But yeah, it seems like a really cool story. I don't know if there's anything like supernatural going on, but I love the art style too. It's It looks mm. really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very eerie and very um, like trippy and sort of outer worldly but um i think it's really cool and i i like it it sort of has a really uh unique sort of like storytelling sort of how the choices you make between multiple characters and how you sort of kind of craft their backstories yourself it sort of gives you lots of different choices and um yeah i, I think it, it, it's sort of just really quite original and and in your face about how original it is and um yeah i'm, I'm excited to play the rest yeah i think i think i finished the first sort of part um so I, I think i'm sort of about to start the second part but yeah it seems great from what i've played so far and then you mentioned fifa all i know about the newer one is uh, i've seen gifs of the the hair physics it's nuts um mm, yeah. i'm watching uh have a video up now of it and it's just crazy man like it's it's pretty realistic yeah. Uh, maybe I think this is for sure the, the most realistic hair physics I've seen in a game. Um, I wonder yeah. if you can take this tech, you know, and just like just remove it and add it to other games. But man, that would be insanely mm. dope to have this in everything. Well, yeah, it's, it's a really good sign as well because it looks significantly better. And, and, and I'm sure it's uh, probably still Frostbite engine. Um, but it's a really good sign for that engine because this is the first time we've seen it on next gen and you know, we've got games like Dragon Age, which is likely to be made on Frostbite like Inquisition was. And, um, you know, all these other games like Battlefield and um, Jedi Fallen or, or, or was Jedi Fallen Order Unreal maybe. But um, but still, these these EA games that, um, you know, will be coming out next gen. And it's good to see these you know, great physics. And, and I think FIFA is a good example of what, what's to come. Yeah, that's one. It's a genre, It's a whole genre that people kind of sleep on with advancing the tech because I know there's mm. a lot of of attention on the newer NBA 2K. I want to say it was that one that the next gen version. Just the 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 quality of the the models was was super high resolution, and uh, they didn't get enough credit for it because everyone's talking about mm. say like Demon Souls or other games like that. But these games always do push the tech, and I do admire that. It seems like it's easy to kind of to bash against them because they kind of carry over like the same roster or like really just update the roster and that's it every year. But they also are pushing or like the sweat technology was big into and one of the NBA 2Ks, mm. like they added the the realistic sweat, like they're, they're always pushing the, you know, the next generation. So it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I think with games like uh, sort of FIFA and NBA, I think these kinds of advancements help the game play itself as well. I think, uh, this is the first FIFA I've played in quite a few years because I, I normally play um, Pro Evo. Um, but, you know, th- th- this FIFA does seem like a lot more robust and a lot um, fairer feeling. And, and and it works really well with the DualSense as well. The DualSense has a lot of feedback. 
with the PS5 version, and it just does make it a really um, you know, great experience. And and I, I I love football, and you know I do like football games. They're my biggest guilty pleasure. I like the Football Manager games as well. Um, and yeah, it's nice to play you know next gen because it's always exciting to play these kinds of games. Their first iterations on next gen. I remember the PS4 uh, first iteration of maybe FIFA 14. Um, and it was then, you know, really great and exciting as well. Yeah, I wish these uh, sports games would offer a um, like a realistic thing with the audience where they just remove them and just like mm. to make it. I don't know, because it's it's strange to see people in the crowd because it's just not mm. something we have now. But it'd be cool to just and maybe it would help the yeah. the game run a little bit better yeah. if you just remove all those NPCs in the background yeah. and just well, have that, a 2020 that, that's mode. A- that's a that's a good part about the new FIFA as well. I mean, it has, the the crowds are. I know it's it's strange at the moment because there are no crowds, but um, you know when you score a goal in the new FIFA, the crowds are very well animated. Like in certain stadiums, they can they'll all sort of run down the steps, and um, and it, it really sort of adds that whole sort of like atmosphere. Um, and uh, but, but yeah, it also has the, the Volta mode, which is the sort of weird story mode, which is like street football. And it's like uh, I don't know if you ever played FIFA Street on PS2. Um, yep. but it's basically that um, it's like four v four street football, and you have to shoot in like these tiny little goals. Um, and that seems quite interesting. That's got like a story to it, and characters, and uh, like cutscenes and things. And I, I played a little bit of that as well. And um, I don't know whether I'll carry on with it, but you know, it, it's cool that it's there, and there's just quite a lot of content in it. Nice, nice. So you've been playing that, enjoying your Boxing Day, whatever the hell it's called, yeah. and. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I wanted to get into there isn't a lot of PlayStation news, but I wanted to get into uh, just the whole year in general, because we mm-hmm. we made it. We're close to ending the shitty year, although it seems like 2021 yeah. isn't going to be much different. But there is a silver <laughs> lining, at least. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about what happened this year. Um, you know, what? I guess I could go before we go to that. I did finally finish uh, Cyberpunk uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. I wanted to know about that, actually. Yeah. How was it? Yeah. So I'm about I think I ended up around 83 hours total. Um, mm-hmm. and there, I pretty much did everything. There's a little bit of side mission stuff you can do. That's, um, like non-sequential, um, uh, side quests that you could do that aren't, um, having nothing to do with like the story or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I think I really, really dug my time with cyberpunk. I've had a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's very buggy. Like that's, that's a given even on PC, it's very mm-hmm. buggy, but I guess you get used to like, I'm saving constantly and having to reload saves to like fix something say like a text box that's just stuck on screen or someone that doesn't show yeah, yeah, up yeah. that's supposed to give you a yeah. mission. Um, yeah. Doing that a lot. But overall, I really dug the the gameplay. The The shooting mm. mechanics are really fun. Um, the driving is actually, <clears throat> it opened up and became more fun. You kind of have to get used to the, oh man, my voice is going out. Um, <laughs> you have to get used to the physics in the driving. But uh, yeah. once you realize they want you to play it almost like a, it's kind of like the warthog in Halo, where it's like the the butt just just kind of oh, yeah. they want you to like yeah. drift everywhere. Once you get used to that, then you you kind of master the the driving. But um, mm-hmm. it's interesting because there's a lot of games that do all the different aspects of Cyberpunk better. Say like the dialogue trees, there isn't a lot of options there. I say like a Fallout or a Skyrim does mm-hmm. it better than that. Yeah. So you have that you have the open world aspect that GTA might actually do better with the NPCs that feel alive, more interesting. I think GTA yeah. does that better. Maybe even with the driving, the shooting has yeah. been done better too. Like uh, even Rage, the the sequel to Rage that came out, uh, I want to say last year, year before that, that might have more, uh, it might have a, a funner experience playing that uh, with their shooting mechanics. But when you put it all together, it still makes it for a really fun game. It's just like 
it's kind of a, a bummer because they didn't really push any of those different mechanics yeah. past what's yeah. already been done. But um, yeah. the world feels really cool. Um, I got pretty addicted to the story. Like I actually cared about the characters and what's going on. Um, yeah. It's really it's really awesome. And it's cool to see because it's a developer that hasn't done this kind of thing before. So I think that's what gives them a bit more credit in my mind where they mm. haven't done open world to this degree. They haven't done shooting mechanics or driving mechanics. And so the fact that they did all this and pretty much nailed it, they didn't surpass any of the other, uh, any of the other like open world genres that have done this stuff before, but it's a pretty good like first <clears throat> entry into this whole open world mm. thing. So for, for at least for first person and for like a uh, driving and shooting and all that, but yeah, I, I really dug it. I don't know if it's like game of the year material, but it's definitely, yeah. uh, it's easy to sync hours and hours to this game. Um, overall really dug it. Uh, there Besides the obvious negatives, like the bugs and stuff, the story gets kind of weird sometimes, but not a whole lot of, of negatives. Like it's really easy to just play this for hours and hours. So yeah, I mean, I, I dug it. Um, it's just, I hope they fix it uh, soon on console. Uh, yeah. I know I read uh, last week that they, they mentioned overall, even with the, uh, with the refund subtracted, they made like $13 million or they sold 13 million copies. Mm. And that was like for, for what the first two weeks, uh, two and a half weeks. So it's hugely yeah. successful. Um, I don't know where they go from here, work on the DLC, work on getting the current gen version working or last gen version working. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. And I highly recommend it, uh, maybe on PC right now. Uh, but yeah. although it seems yeah. to be working on Xbox Series X, it seems like as far as console versions, that's the version to go with. But other mm -hmm. than that, it's like a, just avoid it everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I've got a friend who's playing it on PS5. He got it like the disc version for PS4. Um, and he said he's he really hasn't had that many problems and he's really mm. enjoying it. And um, I think that, you know, that can be the case with some people on next gen and I know PC is meant to be okay as well. And, you know, it's had a few patches now, so I'm sure it's probably tightening up too. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's definitely a game on my radar. I think once I finish up Dragon Age um, uh, on my PC, I'll probably get um, Cyberpunk next. But I think I was always going to get it on PC anyway, just because it's... You know, it's a first-person RPG. They're normally just easier to sort of navigate with a keyboard and mouse. So, um, yeah, I am looking forward to playing that. But I've also got a lot of games that I need to get through on, on the PS5 now because that's all new and shiny. So uh, right. that, that normally <laughs> takes the takes priority at the moment. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I really hate keyboard and mouse, man. I, I just I cannot get over it. It's the whole... The, I think it's the way that the keys are you know laid out it's like you have to cramp your mm -hmm. hand and and the controller just beats yeah. it out for me unless there's i'm sure there's a you know really wonky controllers out there that try and merge the keyboard ex and mouse experience i know steam did that one controller they had like these touch panels instead of the joysticks mm. and they just kind of stopped selling that so i must have not been very popular but you, you can get um these sort of razor game pads which are like uh, sort of small keyboards that are like just for one hand and then you map oh. all the buttons on it to what you like. And um, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of my friends who don't like the, the keyboard aspect. They know the mouse is fine, but the keyboard, you know, right. the whole cramping and, and everything, they, they use those. Um, and, and yeah, they, they really like them. So that, it might be worth looking into them because you can get some pretty nice ones as well, some nice sort of mechanical ones. I'm going to have to check that out because, yeah, the mouse is, that is the goal. Like that's, you can't beat mm. the, just the precision you get with the mouse yeah. and the, that freedom to move around. But it's the keyboard that I think, you know, brings it yeah. down. I think keyboard and mouse players just deal with the fact that, you know, the keyboard sucks, but they deal with it to get yeah. that mouse in there. But if I yeah, can have a controller yeah. in one hand and a mouse in the other, like I'd try something like that. But 
Uh, yeah, 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 really. and, and and some of them come with analog sticks on them as well, just for your thumb, so you can sort of yeah. move with an analog on the left and then use your mouse on your right as well. Yeah, there are some good ones to to remedy that. <laughs> it's just that extra. <clears throat> wow, I'm gonna die. I think uh, during while I'm talking. Uh, it's just my my throat and my it, it knows that I'm talking that I, that I have to talk <laughs> in some way, so it's gonna shit the bed well well we, we were saying it sounded like i had covid earlier maybe i've transmitted it to you sort of through uh, <laughs> a digital version through the microphone yeah <laughs> well, you guys have of COVID. that reminds me you guys have like the the next iteration of it it's like evolving over in the uk first yeah. like the so yeah. that's cool the, 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 thanks yeah for that. it's like proper 28 days later over here right <laughs> yeah it, it sucks when i I'm, my wife's been following it pretty closely and like what she tells me it's like, oh yeah, there's a new yeah. advanced version, and apparently it's like affecting children more. It's like, oh great! It's like, oh, so we're never getting through with this. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the vaccines here, and um, there's talk of it being privatized. Or so, well, I mean, obviously it'll be going out to the general public, but um, there's talk of um, some of them being able to be sold like privately. So um, mm. we'll have to see how much that costs because that'd be. A uh, pretty nice little present to myself, a little COVID <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll get to uh, But yeah, so, so but, but I, I'm scared it'll probably be like, yeah, two grand or something. And I was like, I'll wait. I'll, I'll get, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sell that PS5 just to get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Calma, we can uh, end at least the cyberpunk talk there. Uh, dope sure. game. They just got to fix the, it'd be, it's, I guess it's like an alternate reality. It'd be really cool to see the the route they took if they held on to this game for another you know four months maybe five months mm -hmm. and just really polished it uh i think this game could have looked and and played even better um i feel like yeah. there's aspects you can tell that they just didn't have the time to to finish um even in the pc version so um, i mean this yeah. game could have been uh just really really dope if they just kept kept a bacon but we didn't get that yeah. so no. but uh <clears throat> yeah we'll try not to cough so much but we have this PlayStation year in review. We can kind of take, so I have all the, uh, a lot of the big, you know, uh, game releases and just like updates on stuff that happened throughout the year laid out mm -hmm. in a timeline. Um, of course, PS5 was huge and that kind of took over um, a lot of the, not a lot of the news because we didn't get a lot of PS5 news, but no, when it happened. But a lot it was of big. speculation, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the thing. This year was a lot of, uh, if we flash fast forward or rewind rather back to early 2020, you had the Xbox One X already revealed at that Game Awards. Yeah. And so we were still yet to to get the actual, you know, look at the console and uh, any information, but it slowly trickled out throughout the year. So let's go back. We got February. Um, some of the big games that released, we have uh, Dreams finally released, uh, announced back in 2013. The long-awaited creation for Media Molecule seems so ambitious that it may never be released, but we got it. Um, I think we both got to try it, but I don't think we really stuck with it at all. What was your overall opinions on the little bit you spent with Dreams? Yeah, I, I played the single player like component of it, the right. uh, art stream or something, which I, I really, really enjoyed. It was very Little Big Planet um, esque, um, and it was really, really good. And I didn't really mess around too much with the like, I suppose, the main portion of Dreams, which was being able to create your own things. Um, but, you know, I know it has its community still, and I know that people like it, and there were some pretty crazy things created on it. And, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it was uh, much more successful than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's true. And uh, what's nuts is, like, people are still making incredible 
experiences are really pushing the that that software, you know, that engine mm-hmm. where it's you're getting like photorealistic stuff. And it's not that's always a, the the takeaway or the um, the balance is you can get super photorealistic um, kind of walkthroughs. But the it seems like they can't add the gameplay to it. It's like it's at its max when it does that. But I guess <laughs> maybe on PS5 that unlocks a different, you know, access to the hardware. So maybe you can uh, just mm-hmm. do more stuff with the PS5 hardware but uh, i don't think they've announced an official like ps5 version of it seems like it's that same ps4 version carrying over but um, yeah yeah it's it's really cool they basically made a uh you know a game creation tool and um i'm hopeful that they can uh you know we've talked about before like i wonder the route you can take if you can make a game there and publish it on you know through playstation but i think there's a whole big future there it's just figuring that out is the is the next problem yeah yeah for sure but that was a big deal. We finally got Dreams after uh, just years and years of wondering, you know, what is this game? When is it going to come out? Uh, the next one here, Horizon Zero Dawn. We got a PC version. So uh, notable due to Sony's past refusal to allow first-party games beyond the platform, 2020 also marked the 2019 console-exclusive Death Stranding's arrival to PC. So this one, I thought it was uh, interesting to include or notable because, uh, you know, we got, we're getting PC versions of PlayStation games and it just it was a big mm-hmm. deal because they typically did not do that. So it was really this year marked them, you know, venturing out and allowing it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really um, strange, but exciting to, you know, go on Steam and see um, Guerrilla Games uh, and Kojima Productions on there. It's um, uh, it's nice to see them branching out and getting a larger uh, audience, especially Guerrilla who have, you know, made Killzone for um, pretty much their whole sort of existence for, PlayStation only, so um, it's exciting to to see you know the, these uh, otherwise Sony exclusive um, studios uh, branching out. Do you foresee them doing this more, or is this kind of a you know a flash in the pan kind of thing? Is it related to that Gorilla Engine, or do you think we see more PlayStation games going to PC in the future? Yeah, I I, I don't see why not. I think they'll have their obvious. Um, uh, games to keep there uh they have to, you know the, at the end of the day playstation want people to be playing on their console so um and so i mean they'll never do anything to to sort of give too much but yeah i think we we, we said at the time with both of them that they, they were good choices to port over and i think that with the just myriad of studios sony had access to and the projects that are being made sort of over there i'm sure that there will be more that fit in that pc space too yeah i wonder if uh because you're right the 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 thing that limits them first is uh with going to pc is they want people to keep playing games on playstation so they're going to keep their really juggernaut exclusives there like say last of us god of war but at the same Mm -hmm. time if you do allow them to venture to pc you just gain more fans that way so what if you we Mm -hmm. see a reality where god of war what 2018 20 uh, i want to say 2018 um if that game does eventually go to PC, it's still, you know, what, three years after it released, you gain fans on PC. So the next one that comes out, it's still exclusive to PlayStation for however many years. Mm-hmm. You get those people yeah. that loved it on PC and now will go and get a PS5 to play it. Yeah. So even yeah. those those really special exclusives, it would help them in the long run if they eventually do go to PC because mm-hmm. you're just, you know, expanding that fan base and they just have to yeah. wait. You know, they don't get it day and day one like a PlayStation yeah. uh, console player does. But I think that would help them overall. I just don't know if they're, Mm. I think they're still afraid of doing that. Yeah, I I think the problem is um, the PC, the PC community will come to expect them. And I don't think Mm. Sony want that. I don't think 
they want them to assume that um you know if if horizon one has come then the second one will i think they have to do it quite sporadically to you know maybe never let a sequel go to a pc or never let you know something big like god of war go because otherwise they they don't want to swing it the other way where you know they're trying to get people to play for example horizon so that they buy a ps5 to play horizon 2 because it's the only place to play it yeah. um if they do it too often then pc the pc community won't get got by that they won't um get a ps5 because they'll be like well it'll come to pc eventually so um i think they need to be quite clever and um you know sporadic in in what they choose and i think so far they've chosen really well and um i think the only other game i could see or i i thought they might do it with was days gone but um you know maybe they're trying to keep it as sort of minimal as possible yeah days gone will be a great choice because it's not you know they're one of their baby franchises it's something that they could yeah they could allow you know to to go there um I, i'm thinking yeah 2021 we see more of that I'm hopeful because it just ends up gaining more, you know, PlayStation fans. Uh, so it mm-hmm. helps them in the long run. But they're they're slowly getting there. Um, yeah. So we got the the next big one here. Uh, Wired magazine gets first news on PS5 features and new SSD. This is in March. Wired interview Wired's interview with PS5 architect Mark Cerny first revealed the use of 3D audio ray tracing in the ultra fast M.2 SSD in the PlayStation 5. Uh, yeah, this is notable because we got some actual info on the on the hardware on what it can do. And this is the first time they started talking about uh, the that super fast SSD, which is what they've you know built this whole thing around. So that was pretty mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Now we're sitting here, you know, not, uh, let's not see long got... later with with it. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. And then uh, they announced you know ray tracing in there. I want to say at the time the Xbox revealed some stuff, they might have confirmed ray tracing as well. But this at least mm-hmm. brought them both at that same level that for next gen we're getting ray tracing which was uh, already kind of a, a thing that PC users were, a newer feature that PC users were, were used to. But uh, that, yeah. was, that was notable. It seemed like they really got used yeah. to premiering stuff with Wired first. I wonder why they felt so comfortable mm. with, with Wired out of all outlets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think I, I always sort of uh, forget what like the names of outlets and things nowadays. I mean, it used to be when you sort of get magazine subscriptions and things, you'd know all the, the important people. But now I just... There's just so many now and so many sort of quoted and and everything. But yeah, I mean, Wired was was one that just kept coming up uh, regarding the PS5. So yeah, maybe they, they had someone, some connections there or something. Right. Um, so going through March, we got uh, Persona 5 gets released on PS4 as Persona 5 Royal. This is uh, Persona 5 released in Japan as Persona 5 The Royal. It's an enhanced version of the PS3 game for PS4. It released in Japan on October 31st, 2019 and worldwide on March 31st, 2020. I know you're a pretty big Persona fan, so this is a big uh, deal that we got that uh, version on the PS4. Did you ever uh, finally finish it? I know you played like 300 hours or whatever. Did you finally kind of you know, roll <laughs> credits on this? Yeah, I, I beat it. I platinumed it. Um, I was really glad that I waited for Royal because I, I I played Persona 4 Golden on Vita and um, was really excited for the five and I, I held out because um, I just basically because I knew how long it was and and eventually when it came out that I had the time to play it that uh, Royal was was out and uh, it's it's a great game I mean yeah it took me about 130 hours to beat and platinum and uh, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, you know story and uh 
characters and relationships and um a great great gameplay system as well it's uh it is a very special game and um yeah it's uh it was a big uh highlight sort of 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 the year for me um uh, but yeah it's very long uh and uh, i remember it very fondly <laughs> nice yeah and so moving to april we finally got uh visual confirmation that's not the right thing to say we finally got to see the dual sense controller and even hear that the title of the controller itself so along with announcing haptic feedback adaptive triggers and an onboard mic a slim down light bar we got the biggest shock actually seeing the damn thing the dual sense um if you were to flash back you know to your initial feelings it was pretty uh it was pretty uh you know different of a change or a unique change to see this mm. uh evolution come to the to you know from the from the dual shocks series now to the dual sense um I think overall you've you've come to love this controller instead of uh you know initial thoughts. Yeah, I, I uh yeah, I wasn't too keen when I first saw I wasn't too keen on pretty much everything that was shown like visually off the PlayStation 5, I, I wasn't too keen on. Um I think the dual sense grew on me quicker because we saw it we we saw it for longer. Um but yeah, even now, like my opinion's definitely changed on both. I think the console itself looks nice now and um I think the controller is lovely and um yeah i think any reservations i had or any sort of problems i had with the ps5 visually or or, or any other is, is just sort of gone now so um it's quite funny to sort of think back and and remember how i was like i'm not too sure about the white and the sort of shape of the controller and now you know completely on board with it yeah it's, it, they definitely took a chance because they wanted something that was going to be different enough so you remember it so you it so it kind of stands out and they definitely did that I know initially mm-hmm. I was kind of just, just very uh, not on board and yeah. skeptical, and and but you get it and it and it works and it's and it's an awesome mm-hmm. controller and uh, yeah the unique you know color scheme I think it just works for separating it from all the plas all the past uh, PlayStation consoles. Um, yeah, I, I I hope though because once this came out, then everyone did their mockups of you know like a a classic gray PlayStation PlayStation controller or the black. Uh, I hope we do see twenty twenty one you know, some announcements of like a new dual sense, mm. just like a color scheme change, yeah. because I would love just a different, you know, just a change up on this. Yeah, I'm already itching for uh, a, so special one, a special colored one. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guess you can take off the black part of it, the bottom and, and spray paint that or color that. So that is cool, but it's just the the white, you know, yeah, controller handles on it. Um, I've already started to see a little bit of of weird like, you know, um, dirt or whatever grime from my gross fingers mm. are like on the backside. So if we can change it up to something yeah. that is not white, I, I would be mad yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So April, we got uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake finally released. I know that was uh, what your game of year or one of the game of the years for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you go back in time to that, um, how were you? Were you giddy? Were you excited to finally play this? Yeah, it was um, a massive um, occasion. It was one of those games that I was excited about, but um, it wasn't until you know I had it on download where I was like really, really uh, uh, excited to play it. Um, I'm a massive Final Fantasy fan. Final Fantasy VII is a weird one for me because I didn't play the original until quite recently, despite playing all the others. Um, so I don't have that same connection to to a like nostalgic connection than that other people do. Um, I have that nostalgic connection to the series as a whole, but uh, just not this particular one. So I was interested to see how, um, uh, you know, how I, I would enjoy it. And it is just an absolutely incredible game. It's, um, 
soundtrack is amazing the story's really well told it's um it looks amazing the combat system is fantastic it's um and yeah it, i remember being super excited and i uh, just i didn't stop playing it for like the, the two weeks that, that it came out and um yeah if i could go back and play it again for the first time that'd be one of those games that i would love to do that with do you think in 2021 we see uh, an update on the part two or the next part to this, uh, maybe a trailer or something. Uh, they might have, Square Enix is, might have already confirmed like it's 2022 mm -hmm. or we're not going to talk about it for a while, but do you think we see an update next year? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a really strange one um, and something that um, I think we're going to have to start you know, talking about soon is what is happening with Final Fantasy VII because as we know 16's looking good looking quite far along um much further along than everyone thought it would be um so yeah i, I, I don't know what what they're doing with the second game i imagine there's two studios or two teams working on it um but yeah it'd be nice to see it next year it'd be nice to see something but you, you'd imagine they've probably learned from their mistakes of showing things off too early but then again it is also square enix so maybe not um yeah but but yeah, I'd I'd like to see something next year. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see anything for a while because that's just what they do. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going to go because the way it ended as well shows that uh, it might be going in a completely different direction to how the original did, which is very interesting. Mm. Now in April, we also got another remake. This is Resident Evil 3 remake from Capcom. Um, we talked about this before, but uh, I really dug it. I think we both really dug it. Mm. Uh, there was some controversy with the length of the game, uh, but I think overall for me, I had a blast playing this game. Yes, yeah, it, it was a great, great, great fun. Um, definitely scratched an itch. Um, and yeah, it, it was um, it was short, but fun to play through uh, multiple times. And um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yes. Same here. So we got uh, some PS5 news. PS5 event finally shows console and new game announcements. This is in June during a special reveal event live stream, which was postponed a week due to the global Black Lives Matter events protesting police brutality. Sony finally showed off the PS5 console, next-gen gameplay, as well as new game announcements. Uh, we also received many state of play live streaming events this year from PlayStation and Xbox slash Nintendo in general due to COVID-19 pandemic, putting the brakes on trade show events like E3 PAX and Gamescom. Um, so yeah, we finally got to see this console and it wasn't at an event. It was, uh, or like a live or a in-person mm -hmm. thing. It wasn't at a trade show. It was just a live stream. Um, it was very much, you know, 2020 was all that this year, but, uh, we finally mm -hmm. got to see the console. We talked a little bit already, but, uh, it was definitely a unique look to it, but, uh, mm -hmm. you've come around yeah. to it. You now don't hate this thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, firstly, the, the, the event itself was very exciting. Um, I remember being, you know, just over the moon with it and and i don't know if it's the same one or one before where they revealed final fantasy 16 and that uh you know got me excited as well um so it was a very you know fun time and uh yeah i i wasn't too sure on the look i think it's just very dramatic and um <laughs> i just it was just hard to so it's sort of like a jump scare like just of how like strict like strange it was um but yeah i've come to like it i i, I do definitely prefer I, I might be biased but i do definitely prefer the digital edition um my little brother's got the disc one and it just looks very just odd shapes like the digital one's very like streamlined and 
sort of symmetrical, which which I like, and uh, the disc one just sort of breaks that. But but I think overall it looks nice, and every the, the build quality is great, and they're imposing machines to own. They um you know they they feel next gen. Right. You know, it's a proper proper uh, good bit of kit. Um. So uh, yeah, it's definitely growing on me more. Yeah, it's very much like uh, Alienware helped them design this thing. I'm surprised there's not mm. more RGB stuff going on. But yeah, it's very much like a weird looking PC. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, same where I was, we were in shock, you know, because it was such a different design, but it's grown on me. I mean, I can still say definitely it's ugly, but I love it. You know, like it's still this ugly, beautiful thing and yeah. uh, doesn't fit anywhere. And uh, it seems like they all, they, they just wanted it to kind of give off that vibe where it's like you make this work around yeah. your world like it's this is not gonna just yeah. you know politely go into your house somewhere it's like you have to build your house around this thing but that's yeah. what they wanted to, the, to to convey with this but yeah no and that that live stream was cool we found we got some god of war we got a, we got a tease for the second one we'll talk about that as well as, as, we, as we look forward to 2021 but um yeah it was unique seeing this as just a live stream and that's how this went this entire year with a lot of uh, things announced through a live stream. Um, as we go forward too, that's what makes me wonder about 2021, or really the future with announcing this kind of stuff. We don't have to wait for events. They can just kind of pop in and announce stuff. Uh, but now they're not they're not having to wait or build stuff around an E3 or a Gamescom. It's just whenever we want to announce stuff, we can. So this is kind of a next shift into these outlets or these uh, companies controlling when they want to talk about mm. what they want to show. Yeah, I think we were starting to see it even pre-COVID. I mean, things like YouTube and Twitter and social media have just as many eyes on them now. Um, so, you know, we saw like Rockstar, they announced Red Dead 2 uh, through a social media post, That's I true. believe. And I think, you know, it, it started that that kind of thing, you know, started gaining traction. And I think even before COVID, E3 was already, you know, dying with Sony pulling out and... Um, you know, like I said, a lot of companies just revealing their own things. So I think COVID's kind of accelerated that transition into, you know, just digital uh, things from, you know, uh, that are just shown on people's computers rather than having to go somewhere physical and spending all this money. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just accelerated a lot of things in that aspect and we will probably see a lot more of it. Yeah, I think so. And Nintendo's been doing that for a while with their uh, their mm. updates digitally. So, uh, yeah. And then and also in June we got the Last of Us Part Two finally released, and that was a long time coming. Initially scheduled for February twenty first release, the game was delayed to May 29th for final polish, and due to COVID or sorry, due to production issues caused by the COVID nineteen pandemic, pushed to eventual release on June nineteenth. Uh, this one was a, in in real time. It was kind of a roller coaster because we're getting close to that date. They pushed it a little bit further for polish. That was before the 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 last delay, and it's like okay. And then we had to we were caught in limbo where we didn't know when this thing was going to release because they had the production issues with the disc, and we for a while we just didn't know when this thing would come out, and it was a shaky time. Yeah, it was a unforgettable experience. Um, I think before it came out, when it came out, of course, and after it came out. I mean, I think we're yep. still seeing the effects of it um it it was yeah it was a big big um i suppose moment for everyone that played it, it was um you know like, like you said a roller coaster and um you know not just in the actual game itself but just surrounding it and um 
yeah, I think 2020 sort of will be remembered for many years to come for obvious reasons, but I think Last of Us 2 will also be, you know, remembered very vividly by uh, a lot of people. Yeah, it was, and it was strange in that limbo time where we didn't know when this thing would come out. And uh, we saw it uh, recently with Cyberpunk, but PlayStation removed the game itself from the PlayStation Store. And it was just kind of this the strange move because you know you mm. think okay it's just going to be delayed just hold on to those pre-orders but they were allowing people to just get refunds and remove this thing from being purchased or pre-ordered mm. and it was very strange and it made it seem mm. like this thing was not obtainable at that time because you know there wasn't you couldn't even like look at it on the playstation store it was it was just very yeah. weird but yeah. Yeah. we eventually got through it and and yeah we talked about it before yeah. but i loved last of us 2 mm. and i love the chances they took even though i didn't at the time like getting through it it was it was a really uh, just a successful payoff for all the stuff they decided yeah. to change and uh yeah. yeah i love that game yeah it's i mean like i said earlier i mean final fantasy was my game of the year but you know last of us 2 is just a, it's a proper you know work of art like in terms of how a game can be um you know i i don't think it's fair to i know it gets compared a lot to movies and things but i don't i don't I just don't think they're really comparable in that way but as a game last of us 2 was um yeah it was a it was a massive like experience it, it sort of put you through so many different things and um you know with the hype attached to it as well i think it yeah it was a very memorable um experience from start to finish and whether or not you like the you know, creative choices they made or, or whatever, I think that no one can deny that it is a, a special, a special game. And yeah, I think it, you know, it'll be remembered for a long, long time. Yep. I agree. We got, uh, moving on to July, we had Marvel's Iron Man VR release there. Um, this is not a game I got to play cause I don't have a PSVR, but it was a pretty big deal to see then finally, you know, uh, succeed in this uh, release in this game. And it seems like overall mm. people dug it. It wasn't blowing anyone's hair back, but uh, it was a it was a fine entry. But it was uh, mm. just a notable PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's always sort of interesting to see big properties like Marvel uh, enter the space. Um, and yeah, I think I think this is one of those games where, you know, a lot of people probably have always been saying, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was a VR <clears throat> game? where you got to play as Iron Man. So I think it's quite a nice right. little fantasy project fulfilled as well. So um, yeah, I never got a chance to play it, but um, yeah, it's a nice little game to to have in the in the, in the the game sphere of Marvel games. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's uh, it seems like PlayStation has a pretty comfy relationship with Marvel, with Disney, because at least they have these two exclusives here. I want to say, mm. man, I need to look it up, but... I imagine that Iron Man came to other uh, VR units, but maybe not. But at least with the console mm -hmm. space, it seems like Marvel has a really good relationship with Sony. With you know, you have Spider Man releasing there only on console. Uh, there is that Marvel's Avengers game that was multi-platform, but other than that, it seems like they mm -hmm. have a pretty good relationship. I wonder if we'll see more exclusives just going to Sony in the future. Yeah, I think um, it's important to remember that I think Sony owned Spider Man as well um so i think right. it's important for them that you know spider-man uh succeeds and i think because it has succeeded uh you know on playstation with, with the new spider-man games um i think that marvel and disney will notice that and maybe that's why uh they got iron man you know at least timed exclusivity um uh, because you know it is 
if you're a company like Disney, it's obvious who to support, you know, in the console space, I think, uh, when it comes to sort of exclusive content. Yes. So we got, uh, that was in July. Also pretty, not a stacked July, but there was a huge exclusive in July. We had Ghost of Tsushima finally released uh, in July. Uh, we've talked about this before, but we both really loved it. I think it was great to, you know, separate as much as you could from from uh, Last of Us 2. I think maybe they could have even, you know, held on to this longer and kind of really separated from Last of Us 2, but I'm glad we got it this year. Um, yeah, some final thoughts on Tsushima. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. It, it reminds me a lot of, of it, it has a lot of similarities to Valhalla as well, which I'm playing at the moment, um, in how they're starting to realize that open worlds need to be more explorable and, you know, less. They need to sort of let go of the whole, sometimes the player doesn't see everything you put in. Um, and they and that's something Goshishima did well. You know, there were lots of things that you might not see in your playthrough, even if you platinum it. Um, because they didn't want to make it too, you know, full of stuff on the map and just, you know, trying to berate you with things to do. And uh, Valhalla seems to have, you know, been heavily inspired by that because Odyssey was the complete definition of of that issue in an open world game. And uh, whereas now Valhalla is a lot more like Ghost of Tsushima and how it sort of just has certain things that it wants you to explore. And there's still lots and lots of things that you can find just uh, on your own, which I think is an important uh, sort of way to to explore sort of open worlds. Um, so yeah, Shishima was great, and yeah, I think it's it's uh, inspired you know some of these other open world games as well. And I think we're already seeing the results of that. I agree. Yeah, I loved Tsushima. Uh, I loved how they handled um, just some of the tropes with uh, guiding you through an RPG. You know, with the wind, I loved that, mm -hmm. and they they really nailed it. And I'm. I, it, Incredibly excited to see what they do with the sequel because I think they're just going to knock it out of the park. Um, yeah. So moving on to August, we got Fall Guys. PlayStation secured an assumingly limited console exclusive launch with developer Mediatonic for Fall Guys to launch free on the PlayStation Plus or on PlayStation Plus for the month of August. Viewers on Twitch watched more than 100 million hours of Fall Guys content just through August alone. Uh, Fall Guys was a pretty big hit. And so I guess it's, you know, on the PlayStation, PlayStation radar because it was there first for console and i think right now it's only there besides pc i don't know for how long but it just really took over the the mind share the the you know just the internet in general uh when it mm -hmm. when it launched and um yeah it's cool to see them keep supporting it and it's still it's still a juggernaut of a game yeah i, I never um got to play it but you know it, it, it um took the world by storm and yeah like you said it seems to still be bobbing along and um you know getting lots of support Yes. Uh, I wonder how long that deal will go through um, because it's still, it's uh, published by, uh, not Digital Foundry, it's published by Devolver Digital. It, they made some kind of deal, you know, to get it there on, on console, but um, it's really, uh, it's going to benefit that game when it's able to go to Switch and other platforms because it's so huge that it's almost being bottlenecked, but it's a great, you know, get for PlayStation to have it only there on console. Yeah. So we got that was in August and then uh, November, we got the Big Daddy PS5 actually launched. So after an insane amount of hype through 2020 and with Sony leaving fans with an information drought along the way, the PS5 finally launched in November. Pre-order snafus, shortages and a few launch issues or system issues didn't stop PlayStation from keeping the throne of the most desired video game console. Um, yeah, back in November, we finally got there. We got the console in our hands. It took you a little while. You finally got it. But um, yeah. 
it's it's been a it's been a wonderful time a lot of ups and downs but we finally got this console <laughs> yeah yeah it was a, it was a lot like you said earlier, it was, you know it was a year of speculation and uh it all just went so quick i mean mostly because of what was going on around us but also yeah. because they didn't tell us anything until the last very last moment so it's yeah. all been just bizarre and mental and uh surreal in 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 a sort of weird way getting the ps5 and um but yeah i mean like you said it's uh it's a it's it's a great great time to play games it's uh hugely accessible and fun to play and um it really seems to be changing uh you know uh, for, for the better uh how how sort of consoles can be played yeah no i agree and um it's still hard to get uh a hold of this console because uh, we're really just a month away from the the launch itself. But yeah, it's still not easy to get your hands on these things. And maybe hopefully yeah. 2021, they're able to ramp up production or just get more of these out to people, but it's still not easy. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, um, it's been a bit, uh, mad and I did get caught up in, in, in it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I eventually got one, but yeah, I know there's lots of people that, that didn't and i could have easily been one of them as well and uh it, it's frustrating but hopefully um you know people are starting to get them and more um, will be uh because and, and and they're very affordable as well i know nothing's really affordable at the moment but in terms of what you're getting and and even compared to games consoles over the years um right. they're very very cheap and you know i i got the, the the cheaper digital version and it's uh just blowing me away with how powerful it is and how good games are looking and how it runs and 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 you know I, i'm someone who's played on pc a lot and for it to impress me to a level that my pc does it for, for that price it's very very uh very good yeah they really nailed the price that was a big deal uh, as we were speculating and had no information throughout the year there was a there's really their ball to drop it's like how are they going to announce or how they're going to release this thing is there going to be any kind of uh, weird you know, features that are just uh, not consumer friendly. There's that aspect. There's also the price. And I think they nailed this launch mm -hmm. uh, with everything uh, uh, in there. I mean, uh, it was, they're, they're, they're obviously the ahead of the game with the PS4, as far as like compared to the Xbox, they've kind of owned this last generation. So it was, it was up to them mm -hmm. to make a mistake. And I think they nailed the launch. They really nailed the price and uh, had enough features in there that made it feel next gen. And uh, yeah, I was, uh, but there was a time where we just weren't sure what was going to happen and were they going to go yeah. back on those PS3 days where they just were full of themselves and, you know, thought, Hey, whatever we, whatever we launch with, people are going to buy it. But I think they are yeah. really listening to uh, feedback and there's still some features that I would like turned around, like say the, the SSD, we still have no info on like an, uh, a replacement one that you can throw in there. They haven't added a supported uh, SSD that they will they will, um, you know, put their marker on. Mm. You can't mm. offload games onto your external hard drive. There's a lot of little features that I want us yeah. to turn around, but I think overall yeah. they they nailed it. Yeah, I think there's going to be um, some, you know, cleanup and some, you know, certain UI changes and additions. And uh, the PS4 was the same. There was lots of different tweaks and and things they added to the the UI. Um, I'm sure that will happen in PS5 and hardware support will just. You know, there's now a demand for it, so that you know that will that will go up and boom as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's it, it, it's nice to have um, th these things finally, and um, 
but yeah, I think I think we 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 sort of expected them not not to mess up, but to to go from the PS3 where they were massively overconfident uh, to then sort of turn it around and do well with the PS4. Everyone sort of didn't think they had learned from their mistakes with the PS3, and I think they've proved a lot of people wrong with this. I think they, like you said, they've handled it excellently and. Uh, in terms of how console launches goes, this is a very, very smooth one, and the launch lineup is incredibly impressive. Um, yeah. I'm yet, you know, I still have lots of games that, like Demon Souls, and um, you know, that I still haven't even touched yet, and Sackboy, the the, the Sackboy game. Um, so yeah, it, it's a great launch, and I think yeah, they proved a lot of people wrong, me yep. included. <laughs> yeah, no, same. It was it was very touch and go there. Yeah. Um, so still in November, we got, you mentioned some of that, the awesome lineup. Uh, we got Demon Souls remake came out, Spider-Man Miles Morales and the remaster also came out. Uh, and those were huge. I think just for Spider-Man alone, you know, I was already on board, but you have, uh, you know, the ability to play Valhalla on there. And then that Demon Souls remake, that's, that is on my list. And I just keep, uh, one of these days I'm going to buy it. And I just know that mm. I'm going to be terrible at it, but, uh, I got to <laughs> play that game. It just looks so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, next for me after Valhalla. Maybe um, it's definitely on my radar. It, it looked great, um, and I'm really interested to see how it feels as a blue point game as well. Um, uh, and yeah, it's just a, an excuse. It's a you know next gen game, next gen graphics, and um, it's just an excuse for to, to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so now. <laughs> Moving out of November, we got, uh, this one was pretty big, uh, and it was kind of under the radar, but it's a pretty big deal with PlayStation. So after 23 years, PlayStation exclusive MLB The Show goes multi-platform. Uh, Sony announced a new multi-year agreement with the MLB to continue its licensing deals for the MLB The Show games, but also revealed that the franchise will be ending its PlayStation exclusivity and become a multi-platform series starting as early as 2021. Um, this reminds me of our talk about you know them venturing and allowing some of their properties to be on PC. It seems like I don't know if they had to make this deal with MLB. Like, if when they're restructuring, if the MLB was saying, "Hey, we want this multi-platform," I think maybe mm -hmm. this is Sony's uh, willingness—if that's a word—of mm -hmm. their, their ability to allow this thing to be on other platforms. It yeah. seems like we're yeah. getting hints that Sony's, you know, changing or looking for yeah. looking towards a different, you know, future. But, but that's the thing—they have such a vast catalog of games that they can afford to do this. They can afford to branch out, make a, a bit more money. Uh, uh, and get a bit more attraction on their brand as well because um, it's made at uh, Sony San Diego, isn't it? Uh, I want to say right show. Um, So it's going to have the PlayStation Studios logo on it, even if you're playing it on an Xbox. Um, it, so, yeah, I think it's a great franchise to use to, you know, just get PlayStation out there on people's screens and, um, yeah, get a bit of extra money as well. I agree. Yeah, they've got a big they, deal. They, after they've got to fund that uh, new Uncharted game somehow. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and really ending uh, December, which I don't have on here. I guess pretty big PlayStation news was the fact that you know Cyberpunk, how they totally you know butchered that launch, and they offered refunds, and they don't do that. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Xbox followed suit, and it was a great way to end 2020, just being 2020, <laughs> to have that launch yeah. be so horrific. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So as we end this year, looking towards next year, 2021 with PlayStation, uh, we have some confirmed dates for games. Some of them just have the 2021 uh, marker on them, but we can go kind of 
uh, one by one and look towards the future here. So we have one of the first ones confirmed, Hitman 3 hits PS5 January 20th. Uh, we've seen some footage of it. I know they're doing a PSVR version of, of Hitman, but um, I'm pretty excited for this, seeing it on next gen. I, I imagine this is multi-platform still, but seeing the next gen version of Hitman 3, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I need to play the, the first two. Um, I love the old Hitman games, and um, that's a series that I really don't want to let sort of uh, slip by because uh, they, they look great. And I think I've got the first two games on PC maybe, but um, you know, I think that one of them is on PlayStation Now as well. So there's no excuse really. I need to get, get through those. Yeah, same. Uh, now we have Control Ultimate Edition on PS5 and fe on February 20th. I guess the disc version, this is digital. The disc version uh, is releasing the next month. Uh, this one's notable just because they had some drama with uh, how they announced the next-gen version. So if you bought the Ultimate Edition, you get that PS5 version for free or you know next-gen version for free. But if everyone who mm -hmm. bought that launch game do not get that uh, upgrade, uh, which is a bummer because I bought this game like three different times. But... Uh, that yeah. will be on PS5. I am excited to see at least how it looks, you know, with all the ray tracing and stuff. Will it be better than, you know, the PC version? I'm not sure, but that is coming down the line. Uh, do you think you'll well, pick this up on PS5 or are you still protesting? Um, I mean, I haven't uh, picked it up yet, so it'd be a good, good time to. Um, I think, you know, it better be, you know, top, top banana if they're charging um, extra. Right. Uh, like you said, you know, it, it, you'd hope it's, really competes with pc versions um if you're having to buy it again but um yeah it, it looks good i like remedy i think remedy are a really interesting studio they make really sort of interesting games and um control looks very very cool and um i think i will end up playing it at some point yeah i would highly recommend it control is my game of the year last year i just really really love that game and yeah hopefully this is a great way to show off you know ray tracing and just next gen stuff because it's a beautiful game especially on PC. Mm. So if they can show this thing off, and I think the Ultimate Edition has all the DLC that they've released uh, throughout the year on this title. So should be cool. It's just, it sucks that, you know, I'd have to buy it again, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, that is how it is. So we got uh, Destruction <laughs> All-Stars is uh, coming out in February, 2021. Uh, this one was notable because it was going to be a, a game that was, you know, just separate where you have to purchase it. But it looks like it's going to be a free uh, PlayStation Plus game, which I think was a good choice because it's a new yeah. property and uh, we still don't. I don't know if we've actually seen a lot of footage on it yet, so I think it's good to have it free with PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I think that is that's a good game to to. It's the same like Rocket League. I mean, Rocket League didn't pick up until it was free on Plus, so you know, it's right. good. I'm not saying it would be the same, but it's a good way to get it in people's hands. I I probably wouldn't have thought about getting it so. But now it's free, you know, there's no reason for me not to try it. So, um, yeah, it's a good, good idea. Good move. Um, this reminds me a little bit of, it was just uh, an article that PushSquare.com did. They were talking about Returnal, which was House Marquis game. Um, they were saying that maybe they're sending it out to die by having it being a full, fully priced title, the $70, whatever mm -hmm. in the US for next gen, that maybe it should be something not, you know, PlayStation Plus like this situation, but a cheaper version and they're wondering if that same you know price tag for all these next gen games works for a game like Returnal but um yeah I just found it interesting I don't know if I agree but it's uh, I wonder uh, if they're yeah. going to shoot themselves in the foot by offering that high of a price Yeah I don't know I I I I disagree I suppose because I think um Housemark are a studio uh, you know not they're not the biggest studio and 
Um, I think that Returnal looks very high budget for for them, and I think that um, you know if you when you play their their catalog of games, you realise that they are very very talented and um, they've made a lot of games as well. They're very experienced, so there's no reason for them not to charge full price for for Returnal. I don't think and. Uh, it's like day. It's like days gone. I mean, no one would argue. I know that's an open world game, but no one would argue the full price of that. Um, and Sony right. Ben's game before that was an Uncharted game on Vita. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's completely fair to charge full price. But you'll have the people who maybe haven't heard of Housemark before or aren't into those kind of games who disagree. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, how how it's received. And that's pretty soon. So that's in March, uh, March nineteenth. Now, some of the games that don't have an exact date uh, for 2021, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo from Tango Gameworks, that is still 2021. And that's that game set in uh, Tokyo with the weird, you know, supernatural stuff going on. It's from the Evil mm-hmm. Within devs. I'm pretty stoked for this game. I just don't, Yeah, uh, I don't know if we're going to see it. Do you think we'll see it this year? I don't know. Cause it lost its creative director, didn't it? Um, so I don't know how that sort I want to say, yeah, they did. Um, I forget affected it at all. Um, or, or whether it, it sort of delayed any uh, sort of development progress or anything. But uh, yeah, it sounds interesting. And um, I haven't, I've never got into Evil Within, but I know that, there, that there's some sort of interesting Japanese developers who, um, uh, you know, they're, they're the kind of games I enjoy. Yeah, and I think uh, you're right where they lost the creative director. I don't know if we see it 2021 release, but uh, maybe at the, you know, Best case scenario, end of 2021, but I think you could pro- possibly push this to to next uh, next year after that. But uh, so that is mm. a um, Tango is still owned by Bethesda, and I want to say that was part of that deal where the games that were previously announced for PS5 that were Bethesda are still there. So I think this will still be cross platform. But after that, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, if it's if they switch back to their yeah. their deal, everything's launching on Xbox only or Xbox first. Um, yeah. So now this was teased at that uh, PlayStation 5 reveal, God of War Ragnarok. It still says 2021. Uh, we've talked about it before, but do you have, you know, high hopes that we're going to have this game launch in 2021? Absolutely no way. I, I just can't see it at all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's strange to even, because, you know, it's the middle of everything as well. It's not like they didn't know what was going to happen with COVID because it was already happening. and Right. So yeah, it's it's a bold move and one that is easy to sort of um, put off and and not believe. But you know, who knows? Um, it'd be nice if it came out this year. But um, I I hope for at least you know more uh, coverage of it and maybe some gameplay or something to 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 sort of wet the wet the appetite. I think we see a state of play showing off, you know, a snippet of gameplay like we did with the original or the last God of War, um, showing off how amazing it looks. But I think we do see them push it to 2022. I think it'd be mm. good to show off the game. Here's what it's looking like, but then give us that 2022, uh, yeah. you know, hard news at the end. Because I also don't want them to take the time, or I want them to take time with this. I don't see the the rush, and maybe 2021 isn't that stacked for exclusives. But this is such a special game, and I imagine they realize that where. You know, just give it the time it needs. It just seems too soon of a turnaround to get this thing out. But um, there has been no, you know, no message from Sony saying we're going to push this. So it seems like 2021, mm-hmm. although we talked about Game Awards, that was a huge event to hype up 2021. No mention there. 
I guess they have their own say yeah. to play, you know, showing it off more. It's it's very strange, but I I, I kind of hope yeah. I would love to play this game now, but I hope that they push it because I think they could use the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like a, a strange sort of conspiracy theory that that sort of I think about where um, because of the the PS Five sort of all all modern and, and high tech that it's easier to make games on it. So hopefully that sort of comes into play as well. I mean. The fact that they they have a lot more uh, sort of freedom and they, they don't have to worry too much about um, you know, they don't have to worry too much about the restrictions and things that hopefully that that could speed things along and I mean the game already looks amazing on PS4 so um, maybe maybe, they, maybe they've got that sort of development cycle really nailed down and that they've been able to but it'd be it would be pretty incredible for it to to come this year or well pretty much this year now. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be a, a very quick turnaround. That means that like after the last God of War launched, they had the weekend and then they went right back to work <laughs> yeah. on this uh, sequel. Yeah. And so I I want to yeah. say they've confirmed that this is going to be uh, cross pi or you know PS4 or PS5 release. Um, I could mm. be wrong, but if that's the case, then they still have the slower time for the PS4 that they have to develop with. They have to kind of make two different mm -hmm. versions of the game. Um, yeah, it's just still, there's a lot of questions with this, but, um, if they can nail it, kudos, yeah. but I say, take the time for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we got uh, Gran Turismo seven that is still scheduled for 2021. There was a, it was in the news. So there was a French, uh, PlayStation in France, put out a, a YouTube video promoting Gran Turismo seven. And there was a little tiny watermark watermark saying release scheduled for first half of 2021. So it's possible we get this early 2021. Do you think we see we actually get this game this year? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I think um, Polyphony are pretty good at um, getting their games out when they do. It's quite rare that a Gran Turismo game uh, comes now, but um, but yeah, I think I think it will come, and uh, I think it looks great, and I'm really excited to see how it works with the Dual Sense as well. I think um there's a lot of possibility there and and you wonder whether this could be in line with some sort of vr announcement because i know that gran turismo is very very popular in the vr community uh, mm -hmm. on ps4 so um it, it'd be nice if they could you know address address that community as well and and maybe use it to sort of talk about vr for ps5 yeah, I'm pretty excited for this title i mean i'm not uh the best uh or the biggest fan of like these driving sims but I'm excited to see how it looks. So playing through Cyberpunk, there's, you know, ray tracing on the vehicles and uh, they're like with re uh, reflections rather. And it just looks really mm -hmm. beautiful. And I, I want to see that as the future. I know I want to say the newest dirt had ray tracing in there. So as we go forward, I think this is a great way to show off the ray tracing tech that PS5 can do mm -hmm. with all the crazy mm -hmm. reflections. And you have just like, you know, highly resolution, yeah. high resolution models. This is a great way to show off uh, this next, uh, this, this console. So I'm just excited yeah. to see how it looks. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they can nail 2021. I feel like I imagine they've been working yeah. on this for a yeah. while and they have the entire year to move it around as they need to. So yeah, I think yeah. We'll, we'll see it this year. Yeah, and, uh, and then they always they always look amazing. I mean, even Gran right. Turismo Sport looks photorealistic now. So I can't imagine how, how good it will look on, on PS5. I agree. So we got, uh, this was announced for 2021, Hogwarts Legacy. It's going to be a huge game because it's a huge property um, and the current state or current slate that they're announcing is uh, 2021. So do you think we see it this year? They showed off some gameplay already. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably expect to, to see a little bit more first. Um, 
Because I, I think the, the the first trailer we got was very you know reveal-y. It was you know it seemed like a reveal trailer. Um, but yeah, it looks cool, and I like that sort of world. Uh, not maybe as much as uh, I would like to, but um, I think it'd make a good setting for a game, and um, it, it seems seems cool. Yep, I agree. So we got uh, now this one. I'm not sure either, but Horizon Forbidden West PS5 in 2021. They this is one for sure. They announced it's going to come to PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine they've had you know they've had a lot of time over at Gorilla to to work on the sequel because really they haven't put out anything else since uh, the last Horizon, and they gave uh, mm-hmm. Kojima their their uh, engine in the meantime. But like I think they've just been hard at work at this. So do you think we're we're seeing this for sure? 2021. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. Um... I, again, I think Guerrilla, um, a great studio. I, I, I think that, that you know you'd have every reason to believe that they've got um, you know this sorted. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited for Horizon. It's a game that I, I sort of didn't realize how long ago it was that I played. Um, and my little brother had, had started playing it, and I was—I I literally can't remember anything about it. So <laughs> um, you know, I might 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 have to do it, given at the playthrough or or watch a YouTube video on it when the second game comes out. But um, but yeah, really really excited to sort of go back to that character and and that sort of world. Um, and yeah, I, I'd imagine it will it will, should should hit this year. Yeah, so that was uh, back in 2017 that the game came out, and there was that DLC that uh they uh released in the meantime but uh yeah yeah i think they're still splitting off and working on that sequel this is a game where uh i think obviously it has to come to ps4 because there's still however many millions of ps4s out there but i would like to see this engine that's just just fully unlocked on the ps5 and maybe mm-hmm. they can do that with the ps5 version but the the reality is it's still kind of limited making sure that it works mm-hmm. on ps4 but this is a game where i guess we'll have to wait till the next horizon will be fully ps5 yeah. and i would love to see what that looks like yeah i th- i think um i i shared similar sort of worries but i think after playing assassin's creed valhalla which is also on ps4 on multi-platform um it looks you know it looks incredible i think that maybe developers aren't struggling as much as we maybe think with uh scaling these things back um so yeah hopefully it's going to look amazing regardless um of what platform it's available on but the, the main thing is making sure it runs okay on ps4 because we don't want to have another cyberpunk yeah. on our on our hands <laughs> right yeah nobody wants that so we got uh ratchet and clank rift apart for 2021 we've seen a lot of gameplay on this uh, i'm surprised we didn't get it this mm. year but um you'd have to imagine early next year but i think for sure we're going to get uh uh, Ratchet and Clank 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for like a February release. It's got, I, th- I think that suits it. Um, I'm so excited. It's probably my most anticipated game at the moment on PS5. Um, I love Ratchet and Clank, and I'm just so happy that they're you know stuck to it. It's still Insomniac as well. Um, you know, so very very. Uh, that's one of their you know first si- you know big series, and they're, they're still sticking right. at it. And, uh you know they obviously love it and uh yeah i can't wait to to play a second one it looks great and lots of ray tracing and dual sense stuff to get excited over yeah it became a title that really pushes the tech now like you saw that with the ps4 version uh what two years ago last year where Mm. it's just an incredibly beautiful game and we're going to see that in the next one where it's it's up there with you know the fifa and uh and gt or Mm. uh, gt7 where it's like 
it's showing off what the PS5 can do. It's kind of cool to see it come around yeah. to and be in that to conversation. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I love that last game. It was really cool. It kind of surprised me how fun the platforming was and how funny mm -hmm. it was. And so I can't wait for this new one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So to end out to what we have planned for 2021, this is cross platform, but still a big one. Resident Evil Village is slated for 2021. Uh, do you think we see it this year or next year? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. I think it looks um, pretty solid from from what I've seen. It looks um, like it's you know coming together really nicely. Um, it looks scary and it looks fun. It looks stupid and all the right places. And, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I really, really can't wait. They got to put that on the box: scary, fun, and stupid. And that that's all I need to hear. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I like them. We talked about it before, but I like how they're going back and forth, remake, you know, new game, or really we got two rakes, two remakes in between, mm -hmm. and then the new entry. It just keeps that franchise going, keeps the the, the hype up and people uh, interested in that title. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if it's too early to tease Resident Evil 4 remake uh, in 2021, but uh, I would love to see some kind of hints at that in uh, Resident Evil Village if they kind of just leave some breadcrumbs and then we, mm -hmm. you know, get to get some more information on it. But for me, it's a race yeah. to that RE4 remake. But uh, yeah, I cannot wait for Resident Evil Village. I loved the last one. I didn't play it in VR, but um, but I'm, re I'm really stoked to play this next entry. Yeah, it, it, it does look really cool. And it reminds me of Resident Evil 4 as well. And um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see when that unfolds as well, because that's obviously on the horizon, mm -hmm. uh, probably quite far off, but um, it's still an exciting prospect. Yes. Uh, as far as 2021 with PlayStation, that's all I could find, you know, confirmed or at least, uh, you know, the shooting for 2021 with a lot of these games. But uh, as far as what they have to offer next year, do you think that's quite a bit to, if they could actually fit in there, if that's enough padding to have a successful 2021? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there's probably things that we don't know about that will come out as well. Um, you know, massive things that maybe, you know, we, we would never think of or anything. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great year. I think the years are just getting better for games. I mean, talking about this year with Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy 7, Persona 5 Royal, uh, you know, now Assassin's Creed and Demon's Souls, that, that there's just a, a no shortage of, um, you know, brilliant game after brilliant game. So, um, I think next year is just going to continue in the same vein. Yeah, they still have, I think in their back pocket, the, the ability to tease that, uncharted game that's been rumored for a while so i wonder mm. if we see that tease this year i'm trying to think of the other studios that we haven't seen much from in a while um that they could possibly tease this year but for me the the big one that stands out is what's going on with that you know uncharted series mm. yeah and, and bioshock i'd be interested to see if anything because uh, that's been you know talked about so just right. for so long now that you know you'd like to think sort of maybe next year we'll hear something about that Yep, that's one I'm very excited for. I was hoping we get something at the Game Awards. We didn't. And then really with Naughty Dog, uh, 2021, they got to kind of give us information on uh, the remaster or, you know, next-gen version of Last of Us 2. You have to imagine it's they're working on it. Do you think that's something mm -hmm. that we'll see in 2021 or do you think they'll push it? I feel like the last remaster was pretty soon after the PS4 launched. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it, it won't be any late in 2021. And uh, you'd hope that the multiplayer component should be coming next year as well so yeah so i don't think we've seen the last of the last of us but um <laughs> uh yeah i'm sure that will spread into 2021 as well 
I, I imagine they will couple that uh, multiplayer with the remaster to also make it worthwhile to get people to buy it mm-hmm. again if they already have yeah. it on PS4. But um, yeah. yeah, other than that, I mean, you have uh, um, Days Gone developers at, as a Sony Bend. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's way too early to tease their next thing. You have Kojima working on mm-hmm. something else, and maybe that goes mm-hmm. cross-platform, but not just to PlayStation. But yeah. um, I'm excited to see what, because now the year, this 2021, is the time to tease what's coming up. So I think we get a lot yeah. of reveals and announcements. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, interesting about Days Gone, I think that's a game that I'm uh, going to start again very soon. Mm. Um, so I got, I think I got about 40 hours in um, and I tried going back to it the other day just to see the 4K 60 FPS and I cannot remember anything about that game and I'm very, very <laughs> close to the end. So um yeah it's uh it's like post-game enemies and all this stuff so i, I think i'll have to start it again unfortunately but yeah it's a good excuse to, to go back to it uh you know it's had a very very um acclaimed and positively received update for ps5 which you know sees at you know constant 60 fps at 4k and uh you know updated textures and because you know the way the game ran was a was a big issue for me um I mean, with the cap being 30 FPS and getting really bad drops as well, to to play it at double that constantly, it's going to be a, a completely different experience. And there's so much in that game that's so great as well. And I think it will just be easier to sort of access when the game performs, you know, much better. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to start that again soon. Now, a big uh, reveal people are waiting for is: do you see? Do you think we see Knack Three announced this year? <laughs> It's a. Uh, it's on everyone's mind. We're waiting for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I've never even touched that either of them. Um, and you know, my I wife loved it. Uh, I think the first one and the second, possibly the second one, but she got pretty deep into the next one. I do kind of want to play one. them. I do kind yeah, of want to play them just to just to see, but. Um, but I've also been uh, considering going back to Crash Bandicoot as well because I, I really want to play mm. the fourth one, but I, sh- I should do the Insane Trilogy first. But I just can't. I just can't because they're so hard and I'm rubbish yeah, at yeah. them. And um, but yeah, so uh, but maybe maybe I'll, I'll I'll pluck up the courage to 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 go for it. But uh, Nack is uh, definitely a contender. <laughs> yeah who knows maybe we see knack three um so what that came out uh knack two came out in 2017 so um i'm not sure um it's it's it it's not like a well-known or a like a mascot for playstation but i feel like it's no. not going to get forgotten about so i don't know if we see i just it. don't think i just don't think people like it i just don't mm. think but it's got to the point where it's kind of a meme because of how much people don't like it so yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who makes Nack. I don't know what they're doing. So it's, uh, I have it pulled up. It's, it's SIE Japan studio. Um, and Mark Cerny has been the director on each of them. So it might be like, Hey, I'll work on the PS5, but I got to see a new Nack. Like you might have a deal with them. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, so it's not, not, not the best PlayStation game out. (laughs) Yeah. You could say that. Um, So that's, you know, looking at 2021, I'm, I'm pretty excited, you know, to see what comes out. And uh, it's mm. just awesome now we have the PS5 in our hands. And now it's just the time to, to tease what's next. And, and yeah. I'm excited. I think we'll get more, you know, stream state of plays. That's where they're going to focus on showing the stuff off. And they like to be sneaky where it's like on a Tuesday randomly, they'll just kind of show something off or, or say like next week, 
or this week we're going to, you know, have this yeah. stream promoting something. So it's uh, any day now. I think we will see early January or mid January, maybe February. We'll see them have a state of play showing off 2021. I think we'll get that early next year. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's um, like you said, it's nearly the end of the year and we want, we want things to be excited for now. So uh, show us everything that, that that's coming and, uh, and then leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, Callum. Yeah, we'll end it for uh, this week. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Bear Monroe. I've just um, written a uh, retrospective on the development of Dragon Age Origins um, for for Techstomper. Just it's just a little um, article about the history of uh, the making of Dragon Age Origins, and it's uh, it's quite an interesting um, sort of story about how it how it sort of was developed and things so if you're interested in that it's uh, might be worth a read um but yeah twitter at bam Monroe is where you can find me nice and you can keep up with the show as well on twitter at plastic Art pod that's it for us this week we'll see you next week bye bye see you later <laughs> you're too late i've already summoned meteor <laughs> okay let's go